Hey, oh, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is that, my lovely friend? And welcome back to this episode. You probably pushed play on today's episode because you're having a rock bottom moment, a moment that feels really dark, really lonely, really emotional. And I'm going to bring some light and I'm going to talk to you about how you can use this rock bottom as your launching pad and why I am living proof that you too will see light on the other side. And I think back to my first travel nurse assignment. And I never really had experienced the true pits of burnout until then. And I didn't know then the deep, deep emotions and disconnection and irritability and all the things that I was feeling. I didn't really understand that, like how how impactful it was or how much it was impacting not only my career satisfaction, but also the way that I was taking care of my patients, the way that I was showing up to my relationship, the way that I was taking care of my health. And right. So it's like Steve Jobs always says, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. And I think that's so true. So if you're in this season where like, it does just feel like it's heavy and it's a lot, I hope you just use today's episode as a moment to serve you, to really ground you in the feelings that you're feeling, and then asking yourself, how can you move forward when you're ready? And the hardest thing about being at that rock bottom is just like this dark suffocation. It's like, it's really, it's loud inside of your brain. It's loud inside of your body, but it's really quiet on the outside. And it's like just muffled everything, everything you do just feels like you're moving in slow motion. I remember trying to peel myself out of bed between night shifts and then working three or four night shifts in a row and then driving three and a half hours back to my home. So I was living in a hotel for three or four days out of the week. I was driving three and a half hours back and forth between my assignment. And when I took this job, when I started travel nursing, I was like, this is going to be it. Once I start travel nursing, I will have made it. And I was like, I had not worked night shifts since my new grad nurse job where I did day night rotating. And that was really hard. Another challenge all in itself. But I was like, oh, I'm going to be working straight nights. Like, it'll be fine. I'll be able to get into a consistent routine. Like, I can do anything for 13 weeks. And how many times have you sold yourself the lie? I can do anything for 12 hours. I can do anything for one week. I can do anything for three in a row. And then that is where the slope gets a little bit slippery because you keep compromising on your integrity, on your values, on your health. And then you start to get angry and resentful towards you, towards your place of work, towards whatever it is that you're doing, right? So here I was, night shift Mick. She has made it in travel nursing, except she hadn't. She had just thrown up in a patient's room because her migraine was so bad because she hadn't been sleeping because she hadn't been eating and she was trying to work out on fumes, which hindsight is twenty twenty again. She was resentful towards her work. She was really, really irritable in her relationship. She was expecting others to fill the needs that she couldn't even fill herself. And now I am a firm believer in anything that you do. 
Nobody else can give you what you can't already give yourself. They can only amplify it. But if you're a shell of a version of yourself, you're insecure, you're uncertain, your health is dwindling, your mental health is diminishing, you have nothing to give to anybody else. So you have to become Project You and work on you. So here I am, just out of my patient's room, really like miserable on night shift. And I was at the time going to talk therapy. And I remember logging on to a therapy session after a night shift. Our ratio was one to eight. Um, We were told that it was okay that if we didn't do all of our charting because they sent an email that said there was an exception. So I was like, when somebody comes back to my charting six years from now, by like heaven forbid for a lawsuit, do I get to show them this email that says, oh, she had eight patients tonight. It's okay if she does half-ass charting, which like is just another (laughs) prime example of the system is broken. And I get on this talk therapy session and I am sobbing. And I told her, I was like, I am so tired of my work feeling so transactional. Like this is not why I became a nurse. I became a nurse because I care about the human beings. I care about the transformation and their well-being and seeing them and helping them get better. And with eight patients, I feel like I'm just slinging pills in their mouth and moving on to the next one. And it doesn't feel good. And that was my first prime example of living outside of alignment with your core values. And I have no idea what she responded to me. I swear, like the talk therapy sessions we had during that travel assignment were just like me sobbing uncontrollably talking about how much I hated my job. And so I don't remember what she said to me, but I do know that in that moment, the words that I said out loud, I was like, oh shit, like this is how I feel. Like I like felt it internally, but I had never really been able to put words to it, right? And mind you, this is all in a 13-week contract. So this is in less than a three-month time span where I went from loving my job and thriving as a new grad nurse to then being the most miserable and burnt out version, the shallow version of myself. And so after that travel assignment, well, actually during that travel assignment is actually when I found the Nurse Coach Collective, which is where I got my nurse coaching certification from. And I remember when I was night shift doom scrolling, I know you know, I was night shift doom scrolling and I came across the certification program and I was like, this is way too good to be true. There is no way that there's a group of nurses who come together, who care about their own personal well-being and then use that power to go spread and share and change the world of nursing to change healthcare, to change the relationships, to change the humans and support them in the process. I was literally mind blown. Immediately, I was like, yes, I know that I need to be in this program. So I went through that six-month coaching certification program. I was at my rock bottom, but I used that as my launching pad into where I'm at now. And that was almost two years ago. So this has been two and a half years of intentional work, intentionally curating and understanding. This is what lights my soul on fire. This is what doesn't. This is what I'm taking with me to the next job. This is what I'm leaving behind. So that's really what I want to talk about today. And that was a really like long backstory, but I have no doubt that you listening on the other side can see yourself at one point in that story. Maybe it's the ugly crying and talk therapy, talking about how miserable you are on your job. Maybe it's the drive home from night shift when you're like, holy shit, like how far did I just drive? Like, how did I even get home? I literally feel like I'm a zombie. And I remember like being scared for my life and the lives around me making that three and a half hour drive back home. Cause I was like, I just worked the last three nights and slept maybe a couple hours between shifts. Um, So it just goes to show the long-term impact that a 12-hour shift can have 
on a human being. And you being the human being who got into the profession for probably reasons that were not transactional. You don't care about how much money the healthcare system makes. You can selfishly care about how much money you make, yes, but you're not taking care of other people because you're going to get a bigger paycheck. You're taking care of other people because you want to see their lives improve. You want to see them come out on the other side, more educated, different, healed, happy, healthy, all of these things, right? So let's talk a little bit about the tangibles here. What do you do if you're at this rock bottom moment? And this is not one of those ignorance is bliss type of moments. This is a moment where you have to take radical self-responsibility for your feelings, for your emotions, for your actions, for your disconnect. You really have to sit with it, even though it might be incredibly uncomfortable. If you keep ignoring what your body is trying to tell you, the lack of sleep, the hormones that are out of control, no period, not being able to eat, having a half-assed relationship, feeling like a shell of a version of yourself, this is not ignorance is bliss. Not just because you ignore it is it going to go away. You really have to step up to yourself and say, if my body could talk right now, what would it say? If I were to stay in this exact same situation with the exact same habits, the exact same feelings, the exact same support system or lack thereof, where would I be six months from now? And this is the most powerful question I ask my clients. And it takes them out of this present moment and it really makes them look forward. Like six months from now, do you still want to be a shell of a version of yourself? Do you want to be sacrificing your physical, mental health and your sleep for a shift that you don't actually even enjoy working to make a paycheck, right? Are you even going to have, like, if you make that paycheck over the next six months, what are you going to do with it? Because six months from now, you're not going to have the energy. You're not going to have anybody to go with you because you've been putting all of your relationships on the back burner because you're so tired all the time, right? So it's like at the expense of what? How long are you going to keep ignoring what your body and what your soul is trying to tell you and really ask yourself, if my body could talk right now, what would it say? And a lot of times the question, well, what do you want? Can just feel really overwhelming, especially in a profession where there is a million bajillion options that you can be doing with your nursing license, right? Like it's overwhelming how many different things we can do with our nursing license, but that also gets to be your superpower, right? So it can be overwhelming. Like I said, when somebody's like, well, if you don't want this, then what do you want? You might not know yet, and that's okay. So my question for you is instead of focusing on what you do want, we'll get there. But what don't you want? What right now in your life feels out of alignment, sucks your soul, sucks your energy, takes away from your family, takes away from your relationship? What don't you want? And so for me, after that travel assignment, I was like, I know for damn sure I will never stay in a hotel for 13 weeks again, a couple days out of the week. I know I don't want to work night shift. I know I don't want to work in a hotel. I know I don't want to drive back and forth three and a half hours every couple of days. So those were the things that I started to tell myself. And I was like, I don't want to feel angry and resentful and irritable towards my relationship. I don't want to be a shallow version of myself. I don't want half-ass workouts. And so make a list. What are all the things in your life right now that you currently don't want that you're holding on to? And then that's going to be your guiding light into what you do want. And you might not get it right the first time. You're gonna have to try it on for size. So after that travel assignment, I went on to take another travel assignment after deciding that I don't want to work night shift. I found a travel assignment that was days. 
after deciding that I don't want to commute three and a half hours, I found a travel assignment that was local-ish and I was commuting an hour. And then fast forward, I was in that travel assignment and I was like, "Mm, I actually don't want to commute an hour either. Like my commute needs to be an hour or less. So then I went on to the next travel assignment and it was 10 minutes. And then now here we are, my next travel assignment out in Colorado. And it was 10 minutes. So by understanding what you don't want, it gives yourself permission to go try something else on for size. And a lot of times there's a skewed perception that you're going to get it right. You're going to hit it right on the money the first time. It's going to take patience. It's going to take trial and error. It's going to take you trying things on for size, seeing how it feels, and then saying, "Mm, I don't want that. So use this as a launching point into deciding what you're going to change or do differently in the future. And it might not even be related to your career. This could be related to your habits. This could be related to your relationship. This could literally be related to anything in your life. It's just taking note of when you're engaged in something, how it makes you feel, and giving yourself the permission to say, nope, I don't want that. And then asking yourself, okay, if I don't want that, then what do I want? What is the opposite of this? What is something different than this? What is something that's a parallel to this, but just a little bit different? And it's like those 1%, those one millimeter shifts that we make in our career and our schedule and our habits that actually make the biggest difference, right? Um, So again, trying things on for size, giving yourself permission to see how it feels When you now show up into this new situation, this new scenario, this new habit, and just getting a pulse check. And I think, like I said, the part that's key here is taking radical responsibility, not just ignoring it and saying, oh, it'll get better. Nothing's going to get better if you don't do something to change it. Nothing is going to get better if you don't take responsibility for it. Your career, your satisfaction, your purpose, your life, your longevity does not fall in the hands of anybody else except for yourself. So when I think back to Night Shift Mick, who was miserable as heck, she was at rock bottom. She was in a moment and a season of life where I swear to God, those 13 weeks were six months long. And I almost thought about resigning that contract because the money was so good. I said, oh, I can do anything for 13 weeks. But you can't do anything for 13 weeks when you're compromising and sacrificing parts of you. So I used that rock bottom moment as my launching pad to figure out what I do want, to find a different area of nursing where it was in alignment with my core values. And now my job, I'm still part-time at the hospital, but I'm part-time with full-time benefits. I knew that I did not want to be at the hospital three days a week if I didn't want to be. So I tried per DM. So here, we'll use this example again. I love using me as an example because I love being living proof that you can have a career by design too. So I left travel nursing and I was like, oh, I've made it. I'm going to go to per DM nursing and it's going to be great. So I went to per diem nursing and then I was paying like an atrocious amount of money out of pocket for benefits. Um, And I was like, this ain't it. I am not willing to fork over this amount of money to pay for benefits that I hardly even use. So again, perfect example of this is what I don't want. So what do I want? I want somebody to pay for my benefits for a lot cheaper. So how do I get there? Figured out my hospital part-time nurses make full-time benefits. So now I'm at the hospital two days a week. If I want to be there a third day a week, I can, but I don't have to be, which autonomy is a core value of mine. 
and somebody else is paying for my benefits. Yes, I'm paying a little bit, but definitely not as much as I was paying. And so it's another prime example of I tried on per diem nursing for size and I was like, ah, jokes, nope, this ain't for me. It doesn't mean it will ever be for you. It just means that maybe it's not the right fit right now. And I think sometimes we get like all bouncy and joyful and happy. We're like, yeah, made it. This is it. Looks good on paper. Feels good in my soul. And then you get there and you're like, wow, this is a dumpster fire. This is nothing like I thought it was going to be. Permission to pivot yet again. The power of the pivot. There is so much power in pivoting, 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 and trying things on for size and seeing what feels good and what doesn't. And that doesn't make you less than, doesn't mean you're a buffoon. It doesn't, I don't know, buffoon? Who says buffoon? Doesn't mean you're less than because you don't love where you're currently at. But the slippery slope is when you continue to compromise and just say, oh, it's 12 hours. Oh, it's just three months. Oh, it's just one week. That is you saying to yourself, I don't really care what you value. I don't really care how you feel in your soul. I don't really care if you're run down or tired. We'll figure it out later. Then you're going to be six months from now. What's going to be different? Nothing. So that is my little pep talk with some tangibles on how to make your rock bottom your launching pad. Start trying things on for size. Figure out what lights your soul on fire. Understand what you don't want so it can guide you into what you do want. And never settle. Never compromise because it just is what it is. Ignorance is not bliss. Authority is bliss. Acknowledgement is bliss. Autonomy is bliss. Anything else but ignorance is bliss, right? Like don't just ignore what your body and what your soul is trying to tell you. Follow that calling. Get curious. Understand yourself at a deeper level. And that is where the magic unfolds. But if you love this week's episode, it would mean so much to me if you could tag me over on Instagram. That is how we get the podcast in more ears. In addition to leaving a far five, far <laughs> leaving a five-star review. What do you love about this podcast? Where are you listening to it at? It literally takes less than 30 seconds to do both of those things. And I love you always. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.